Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the November 29th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we're going to look at numbers 2683 through 2691 of the Catechism. Article 3. Guides for Prayer. A Cloud of Witnesses. 2683. The witnesses who have preceded us into the kingdom, especially those whom the Church recognizes as saints, share in the living tradition of prayer by the example of their lives, the transmission of their writings, and their prayer today. They contemplate God, praise Him, and constantly care for those whom they have left on earth. When they entered into the joy of their Master, they were put in charge of many things. Their intercession is their most exalted service to God's plan. We can and should ask them to intercede for us and for the whole world. 2684. In the communion of saints, many and varied spiritualities have been developed throughout the history of the churches. The personal charism of some witnesses to God's love for men has been handed on like the spirit of Elijah and Elisha and John the Baptist, so that their followers may have a share in this spirit. A distinct spirituality can also arise at the point of convergence of liturgical and theological currents, bearing witness to the integration of the faith into a particular human environment and its history. The different schools of Christian spirituality share in the living tradition of prayer and are essential guides for the faithful in their rich diversity. They are refractions of the one pure light of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is truly dwelling, is truly the dwelling of the saints, and the saints are, for the Spirit, a place where he dwells, as in his own home, since they offer themselves as a dwelling place for God, they are called his temple. Servants of Prayer 2685 The Christian family is the first place of education in prayer. Based on the sacrament of marriage, the family is the domestic church, where God's children learn to pray as the church and to persevere in prayer. For young children in particular, daily family prayer is the first witness of the church's living memory as awakened patiently by the Holy Spirit. 2686. Ordained ministers are also responsible for the formation of in prayer of their brothers and sisters in Christ. Servants of the Good Shepherd, they are ordained to lead the people of God to the living waters of prayer, the Word of God, the liturgy, the theological life, the life of faith, hope and charity, and the today of God in concrete situations. 2687. Many religious have consecrated their whole lives to prayer. Hermits, monks and nuns, since the time of the Desert Fathers, have devoted their time to praising God and interceding for his people. The consecrated life cannot be sustained or spread without prayer. It is one of the living sources of contemplation and the spiritual life of the Church. 2688 the Catechesis of Children, Young People and Adults aims at teaching them to meditate on the Word of God in personal prayer, practising it in liturgical prayer and internalising it 
at all times in order to bear fruit in a new life. Catechesis is also a time for discernment and education of popular piety. The memorization of basic prayers offers an essential support to the life of prayer, but it is important to help learners savour their meaning. 2689. Prayer groups, indeed schools of prayer, are today one of the signs and one of the driving forces of renewal of prayer in the Church, provided they drink from authentic wellsprings of Christian prayer. Concern for ecclesial communion is a sign of true prayer in the Church. 2690. The Holy Spirit gives to certain of the faithful the gifts of wisdom, faith and discernment for the sake of this common good, which is prayer, spiritual direction. Men and women so endowed are true servants of the living traditions of prayer. According to St. John of the Cross, the person wishing to advance toward perfection should take care into whose hands he entrusts himself, for as the master is, so will the disciple be, and as the father is, so will be the son. And further, in addition to being learned and discreet, a director should be experienced. If the spiritual director has no experience of the spiritual life, he will be incapable of leading into its souls whom God are calling to, to it, and he will not even understand them. Places for favourable prayer. 2691. The church, the house of God, is the proper place for the liturgical prayer of the parish community. It is also a privileged place for adoration of the real presence of Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. The choice of a favourable place is not a matter of indifference for true prayer. For personal prayer, this can be a prayer corner with the sacred scripture and icons in order to be there in secret before the Father. In a Christian family, this kind of little oratory fosters prayer in common. In regions where monasteries exist, vocations of these communities is to further the participation of the faithful in the liturgy of the hours and to provide necessary solitude for more intense personal prayer. Pilgrimages evoke our earthly journey toward heaven and are traditionally very special occasions for renewal in prayer. For pilgrims seeking living water, shrines are special places for the living form, the living, the forms of prayer in church. Okay, very well. So we're looking at uh, at prayer. I mean, obviously, this whole section is um, is is dealing with prayer, but here we're looking at um, the guides for prayer, looking at the saints. That the other yesterday we were looking at the role of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Today we're looking at the role of the saints. The saints play a very important role in prayer, and so it's important that we um, that we turn to them, and that we avail of their prayers. So. Prayer can go beyond the division between life and death so that the saints can pray for us. Also, this is the reason that we can pray for the souls in purgatory, but that um, love is stronger than death. Love is stronger than death, the Song of Songs says. And we have this uh, experience in prayer that prayer can overcome even physical death. And those who have died already can help the living. And the saints can help us here. That we pray to them, we ask for their help, and they pray to the Father for us. And this um, this communion of the saints is um, a basic element of Christianity. 
that we're not Christian by ourselves, but that we are in communion with the church triumphant, the church in heaven, is in communion with this church walking through this valley of tears, and that their prayers can help us. Then also to see that there are, um, that it's necessary to be formed in prayer. That in the church we need to have servants of prayer. And the first place is the family, which isn't surprising. The family has to teach children how to pray. And that this is um, uh, one of the most beautiful missions of the parents, especially when the children are very young, to teach them how to pray. That these moments are, are to be treasured. That later on when the child grows up, maybe they become rebellious, maybe they, they, they go away for a while or whatever. But that what they learn when they're little children is always a beautiful thing that stays with them. That stays with them no matter what. And so for parents it's important to teach the children how to pray. To pray with them in the morning, to pray with them in the evening, before meals. Also I was talking about this kind of prayer corner. That there's a beautiful corner in the Byzantine tradition in the house a corner where the icons are placed and the catechism suggests also to place a Bible there and to have a, a mini oratory in every home. Every home, no matter how small it is, no matter how poor it is, should have a place for prayer, should have prayer built into it. And uh, so this is the thing that we need to promote. And then obviously um, it's saying that priests have a special responsibility to teach people how to pray. I think that's uh, self-explanatory. Um, that there are um, religious orders in the church that uh, pray in a deeper way and that monasteries especially can be oases of spirituality. Not just to pray for people, but to give people a place where they can join the monks to pray. To give them a, a, a place apart where they can go in solitude to pray seriously, because all of us need to pray seriously at particular times in our lives, before big decisions, in moments of crisis, to go and to pray seriously, and sometimes even to make a retreat of a few days. And this is something uh, necessary to help us. And then also, uh, obviously, to, to, to form young people how to, to, to pray. I said that already. The different prayer groups and parishes. Um, and uh, this uh, role of spiritual direction, which is an important mission in the church, important ministry in the church. It used to happen only through confession. Now sometimes it happens outside of confession. But uh, to get help from other wiser Christians to find God's will, to discover God's will in our lives, and then to get the courage to follow it. And for this, spiritual direction is great. It doesn't always show us what we'd like, but many times it shows us what we need to we need to see. It tells us what we need to hear. And so this uh, role of spiritual direction that must be linked to prayer is not simply techniques. It's not like psychoanalyzing somebody. It's not uh, some sort of a psychological thing. It is something that has to be based on prayer. So much of the church's life has to be centered on prayer. And then also, uh, as we're finished today, we finish the section. Again, it's a section that's just all in one day. We're going to read the in brief. 2692. In prayer, the pilgrim church is associated with that of the saints, whose intercession she asks. 2693. The different schools of Christian spirituality share in the living tradition of prayer and are precious guides for the spiritual life. 2694. The Christian family is the first place for education in prayer. 2695. Ordained ministers, 
the consecrated life, catechesis, prayer groups, and spiritual direction ensure assistance within the church in the practice of prayer. 2696, the most appropriate places for prayer are personal or or family oratories, monasteries, places of pilgrimages, and above all, the church, which is the proper place for the liturgical prayer for the parish community and the privileged place for Eucharistic adoration. Very well, so tomorrow we're going to continue looking at 2697 through 2704. God bless.